Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome to the Tracy Sandler Show brought to you by Fivo. I am your host, Tracy Sandler. I still have kind of my Justin Bieber lost voice. For those of you who don't know, I went to a Justin Bieber concert last week and on last week's podcast, you could barely understand me. I'm getting there. It's getting better. So uh, I'm excited though to be joined by the Athletics' Matt Barros, who I don't think went to a Justin Bieber concert, so his voice is just fine. Welcome back to the show, Matt. Um, thank you for having me. And I'm, I'm now sort of recalling um, a brief conversation we had in the bullpen as we were mm-hmm. waiting for practice to open. Might have been last year, <laughs> might have been the year before. It all runs together. But you explained to me what a believer is. And um, I think that might have been the first time I've ever heard that. And you said at that point that you are a believer. Um, Very much so. Wondered, oh, should I be a believer or not? And I'm still not, but uh, I'm I'm open to, to becoming one. Well, we welcome any and all believers, whatever they want to come in and join. Uh, And you're welcome for introducing that phrase into your life. Uh, You guys, there's a lot that I add to the 49ers beat, and this is just one of the many perks of having it around. I can assure you that Mayoko is not talking about Justin Bieber yeah, he's more like a Merle Haggard or sort of like a country rock type of type of guy. Well, again, his loss, but maybe we'll do a group outing to a Justin Bieber concert. Who's to say, really? <laughs> Who's to say? Uh, but in the interim, we have some 49ers stuff to talk about. Maybe not as many things as we thought we were going to have to talk about today. We are in day two of free agency. Jimmy Garoppolo at this moment, at the time we are recording this on Tuesday morning, is still a member of the San Francisco 49ers, which is kind of a surprise to most people, maybe including Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, and we, the Niners have signed Charvarius Ward. It's funny. I keep wanting to call him Charvarius Moore because they also have Tarvarius Moore. And I'm and then they have Jimmy Ward. So this is going to take me a beat just to, to get used to it. But they signed cornerback uh, Charvarius Moore, which was an important addition to a, at times, beleaguered 49er secondary. Maybe that's a nice way to put that. A 49er secondary who... Went healthy last year with uh, Emmanuel Mosley and then Ambry Thomas coming on there at the end. Looked good, but obviously they need some depth there and and they need some help. So that was a good signing. Restructured D Ford's contract. And other than that, they haven't done a lot. Lakin Tomlinson is moving on to the Jets. DJ Jones is moving on to the Denver Broncos. That's my intro. Matt Barrows, the wonderful and amazing and talented Matt Barrows. I forgot to do like my flowery introduction in the beginning because we were talking about Justin Bieber, so I didn't want to lose that. Where would you like to begin on all those things I just said, Justin Bieber included? It's that time of year as college basketball takes center stage with the tournament finally upon us. If you're looking to wager this year, Bet Online is the number one spot for all your updated odds and info, along with great contests, including the bracket contest, where you have a chance to take home the top prize. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. 
BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. BetOnline, where the game starts. Well, I think uh, fans are probably um, wondering about Jimmy Garoppolo because the the Mm -hmm. whole idea was that, you know, they're going to trade Jimmy Garoppolo and in doing so you're removing the the $25.5 million uh, cap hit, which would allow them to to do more in free agency and also would allow them to do their two big deals that they have coming with, with Nick Bosa and Debo Samuel. So mm-hmm. um, that, that hasn't happened here. We are basically, you know, a, a, a day away from the time that they have to be under the salary cap. Um, the two, uh, 208.5 million or whatever the number is. And they're something like, I don't know, 10 million uh, above it right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, you know, I, I think there are, are two things happening. I mean, they're obviously trying to trade him and they'd like to trade him before Wednesday. Um, and the the one big quarterback kind of piece to the puzzle that, that hasn't been inserted yet is Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. And um, he's, you know, he's now the the prince and he's kind of seeing his suitors and kind of trying to decide where he's going to go. So that that could uh, loosen things up for a last minute trade here. But I mean, I, I think the 49ers, this is not catching them by surprise at this point where they have some restructures. You mentioned D Ford. There are mm-hmm. probably one or two more that they can basically just uh, push a button and, and those are done. Uh, in which case, Jimmy Garoppolo would be on this team when when the new year, uh, new league year begins. Um, I do think that uh, that doesn't mean that he's on the team for the season. I think it's something where you know then the draft becomes the next opportunity to trade mm-hmm. him, and then if not the draft, then you know we're, we're talking late June, early July when ostensibly that shoulder is uh, functioning again, and and teams can kind of see him in person, see that he can throw and uh, are a little bit more reassured. Uh, so I, I think the 49ers have, you know, plans A, B, and C going with him. I still don't think that any of those plans really uh, include him, um, you know, being on the team throughout the season. I mean, uh, I, I just feel like that's uh, that's going to be hard for them to, to juggle uh, having him there and this idea that, uh, it's Trey Lance's offense. Uh, it's 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 hard to kind of give Lance that uh, that ability if there's a a veteran kind of just sitting there in the locker room uh, the whole time. I absolutely agree with you. It's just funny because at this point there's this like teeny teeny tiny part of me that's like envisioning next season and like here we go again. So Kyle, who's your starting quarterback? You guys know who my starting quarterback. I think I've been pretty clear about it. I mean, like the week, and then we're like at the trade deadline next year and then they trade Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't really think we're there. I just didn't necessarily think we'd be here. It's not shocking, especially after the surgery news. It, it definitely is not entirely shocking. And you're right. The Deshaun Watson part of it kind of changed everything. But when I saw Pittsburgh sign Mitchell Trubisky, I don't know if it's Mitch or Mitchell. I know he seems to go back and forth. But um, when they signed Trubisky, I was like, wait a minute. What, where, what, what is happening? And I thought back to the day of the Zooms of the final press conferences after the season. And you had John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan come in and say, which felt like just like something they had to say, but come in and say, you know, 
Jimmy made it very hard on this this year. He played so well. It's not an easy decision. And then you had Jimmy come in right after them, who was basically like, peace, see you guys later. This has been great. And I wish you the best of luck. And I'm looking back on that. I'm like, wait, were they serious? I mean, I don't really think they were, but was that not just lip service? Did they mean that when they came in and like the whole, he made it hard on us? I don't think so. I have a question for you. Do you think there's any scenario that if he's not traded by the Wednesday deadline that they just cut him? Um, no, uh, because I, like I said, I, I think that they can make some other moves that um, mm-hmm. would allow them. I mean, I, I, I do think that there's a chance. Um, I don't think that's what they, they'll do because, uh, you know, they do want to get something back for him. Um, and, and they could. I mean, and even if they kind of held on to him for the whole season, uh, which I think is is still really unlikely, then he would become a free agent in 2023 and then they'd get a comp pick and in 2024 and would probably be a, a third rounder or so. So, um, uh, I mean, yeah, it's usually in a player's best interest to restructure the contract because mm-hmm. they just get the, the money uh, more immediately. They, they get it in the form of a bonus versus over the course of, of the, uh, the life of the contract. So I think it's something that they could they could do fairly quickly if it came to that. Mm-hmm. They could do it at twelve fifty nine p.m. on uh, on Wednesday, uh, mm-hmm. one p.m. being the deadline to get under the that cap. So um, you know, uh, it, it hasn't gone the way that they they thought it would. It, it is kind of bizarre. This guy led the team, you know, fought through injuries and led the team to the NFC Championship game two years after leading the team to the Super Bowl, and they can't trade him. Um, which I, it, which is, uh, you know, counterintuitive. Um, and, and I think the 49ers, if, if they were being honest, would, would say the same thing. You mentioned Mitch Trubisky, um, Carson Wentz. These are two guys that, to me, in my mind, and I know there's all sorts of opinions about Jimmy Garoppolo, but to me, I'm very certain that, that Jimmy Garoppolo is better than those two players. I could um, not agree with you more. Yeah, and and has proven it, and, and proven it time and time again. Um, th- th- like like you noted, the, the shoulder complicates things, uh, mm-hmm. and and that's why I think holding on to him until the summer um, might be the right move. I mean, I don't think that's what Jimmy Garoppolo wants. I mean, I think if Jim, Jimmy Garoppolo thinks that he's going to be on a different team in 2022, he wants to, even though, even if he's not um, throwing the ball around in May and June, he still wants to be with that team, learning uh, about his teammates, picking up the offense, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, all those things. So he'd be in this sort of weird state of limbo for what, three more months if that doesn't happen. So they want to get it done. The 49ers certainly want to get it done. Uh, But Right now, it's it's the Colts, and I just don't know who the Colts are are bidding against uh, to get him. So I, I think that's the reason why he hasn't gone anywhere. I think <laughs> his market is the Colts, and we don't know yet. Um, you know, and, and, I, and maybe the Watson pro- stuff will uh, clarify that a bit. Uh, I agree with you. I think it's the Colts, and <clears throat> we don't know. I mean, there were rumors today that all of a sudden Atlanta is in on the Deshaun Watson stuff. And then I saw someone kind of make a joke on Twitter, but then I thought of it. Well, if that happens, are the Colts now trading for Matt Ryan? I mean, I don't know, but it is interesting when you bring up uh, Jimmy Garoppolo and 
there are lots of opinions and Trubisky and, and Carson Wentz. I agree with you. I think he's better than those guys. I think not only is he better on the field, but then what he brings to a locker room, I think from at least from what I've seen would be more attractive than maybe those two. Um, <coughs> excuse me. The Justin Bieber voice is getting me, Bieber, but, yeah. but I, I think that, that there's that. So I do find it very surprising, which comes back to the shoulder issue. And I think I'm wondering if, because there was so much talk about the thumb and was he going to have to have surgery on the thumb and now he's having surgery on, on the shoulder and there is the knock on that he can't stay healthy, which I think is always an unfair knock on players. It's football and I don't you know really know what a person can necessarily do when a 300-pound man is tackling them. But um, I mean, there are things that they can do, but the, the not stay healthy thing. And I just wonder how much of it becomes that because yes, he led them to a Super Bowl two years ago, led them to an NFC Championship game, but I wonder if for teams, they look at him and they said, yeah, if he can stay healthy and that, yeah, I, I just wonder how much I mean, of that comes into it. Yeah, I, I think you're right. And, and, and even if the Colts agree with you, uh, they're still going to use all that for leverage in, in, mm-hmm. in you know, in, in dealing with John Lynch. Chris Ballard will be on the phone with Lynch saying, um, yeah, we like your guy, but, uh, you know, he, he's been injured in the past and right now he can't even throw for us. Why, why would I be? giving up um, a second day draft pick for a guy who's not going to throw in, in May and June and is going to be kind of working his way back into shape uh, before training camp. Uh, he, he's going to be behind the eight ball to begin training camp and to begin the season. So uh, it just gives the, you know, the, the Colts more leverage. And that's why, you know, getting another team in the mix, um, whether it's New Orleans or, um, you know, I don't know who the other team would be. Carolina, I just, there just hasn't been. I, I checked in with the Carolina writers yesterday, and none of them thought that the Panthers were hot and heavy for uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. So um, I don't know whether that that's true or not, or you know whether Carolina would reassess um, uh, or what. But I think for the 49ers' um, standpoint, Deshaun Watson going to Carolina would probably be the best scenario um, Mm -hmm. because it might put New Orleans in the mix. Now, maybe New Orleans decides, you know what, we're just going to stick with James Winston, who's a free agent, Mm -hmm. um, as our our starting quarterback. And um, my point is that it it would really help speed things along, I think, if there were two teams, the Colts plus whoever it is that uh, suddenly had uh, interest and in, in were making bids for Jimmy Garoppolo. And the, the, it's going to come down to what happens with Deshaun Watson. I mean, really, that's – and I think that's going to – the speed of it is going to happen. He gets traded today. He gets traded in the morning. I think things then, in my opinion, will happen relatively quickly on the Jimmy Garoppolo front. Um, but I, I could be wrong about that. And then, you know, from the 49ers' perspective, it's interesting. Of course, they want to get this done, but – if he were to be hanging on until let's say he could throw again and they were just going to have him on the roster, you know, it's an interesting dynamic because since he won't be throwing and since he'll be rehabbing, they still could proceed as planned with Trey Lance. He's still, it's still his offense. He's still getting all the reps. There's no quarterback controversy because one of the quarterbacks can't throw. So if that is the worst case scenario and that's what happens, I guess from the 49ers perspective, it could be worse in theory. Yeah, and that would be a good question. I mean, let's say that they did hang on to him until late June, July. Where is is he at the team facility rehabbing? Is he in LA? 
where he has a home and um, where he had a surgery? Is that where he rehabs? I mean, if that's sort of the argument for doing the trade now, if you're the receiving team, is that yeah. you would have this guy, you know, um, you know, in your building, uh, like I said, learning the offense, meeting the coaches, um, and also rehabbing with your medical staff, yeah, which ostensibly mm-hmm. you trust uh, more than any other team. So it, it would just be a weird dynamic to have him still on the team, still on the roster, but not there. And, you know, with everybody just uh, sort of uh, assuming that he's going to be playing for another team at some point. Um, I mean, th- that's why I feel like Garoppolo, the 49ers, and probably the team that, that's going to get him, at the end of the day, probably all want it to happen um, soon, at least uh, mm-hmm. before the draft or during the draft, because that's when the players start really getting into the building and uh, doing all the things that they're doing to prepare for the next season. And OTAs, if I'm not mistaken, uh, begin about a week and a half before the draft. So I think from a four hours perspective, having it done before OTAs would really be ideal, but it could have, if, if it's not done tomorrow, it probably won't be done till day one of the draft or day two of the draft, but um, we'll see. Time will tell. That's my new phrase, Matt. Time will tell. I'm bringing good, it back. That's a good catch-all. You know what? Time will tell. Time will, Time tell. will tell. Time will tell. Chris Peterman laughs at me because I say it all the time. And then I'm, and he's like, you know what? You're right. Time will tell. There's really No one can argue with that. No one can argue with that. Uh, so in the meantime, as time is telling about Jimmy Garoppolo, let's talk about uh, the, our, the addition of Charvarius Ward. Um, again, wanted to call him more because of Charvarius. Charvarius Moore or Charvarius Ward? It's Charvarius Ward, but well, I know almost they've, they've called got, him more. They've Tarverius. got a Charvarius, a Tarvarius, and a Contavius on the team. It's, wow. They sound like they sound like Roman kings. I don't know whether you ever took Latin, but we had to learn all the Roman kings, and that's what their name sounded like. Tiberius. It's the new Smith. Because remember, they used to have <laughs> Alex Smith, Justin Smith. I think there was another Smith, like it used, it's Smith. the, it's the yeah. Alden Smith. Yeah. They had a lot of Smiths. So now it's the, it's that, and, uh, Tarvarius, Charvarius and Contavious. Um, and I'm going to really have to get used. I keep wanting to say, like I said, Charvarius more because of Tarvarius, but Charvarius Ward. And I'm going to remember that because as I said on Twitter, and as you know, I'm really proud on this. He and Jimmy will be the wardens of the 49ers secondary. Love it. So really, I see, t- I see t-shirts in your future. <laughs> I think they're de- it's the new um, the block is hot or whatever that was they had um, <laughs> back before. Uh, so yep, I'm really proud of that. Uh, you guys can have that for free. Go make your shirts. Uh, but they add in some much needed depth at corner. You had an interesting tweet last night about how you see it all playing out with the season. I would love for you that for you to share that with our listeners. Well, as soon as I um, articulate this, it'll be proven wrong, but I'll say it anyway. Well, I mean, of course. <laughs> this, is, this is just a guess, but um, this is assuming that Kwan Williams does not come back. And I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility. He's not going to command a huge um, salary in, in 2022. Mm-hmm. But uh, if they're working with this group that they have now under contract, I, I think it would be a scenario where uh, the two – older guys, they're both 25. That, that tells you quite a bit about the, the cornerback group. 
that the, uh, the, the Greybeards are only 25 years old, but it would be Ward and, and Mosley who would be the starters on the outside. Both will be 26 when the season starts, though, so. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Father and time. So, <laughs> Father yeah, time. Exactly. only time will tell. Time will tell <laughs> about those guys. Um, so, and then in this day and age, as you know, they play so much nickel that uh, in nickel situations, I would imagine that Mosley, who has played a little bit of nickel, in the past would slide inside and that Ambry Thomas would come off the, off the bench and he'd probably end up playing, you know, 65, 70% of the snaps anyway. So he would be like a starter, but you would have these three young guys um, who uh, would, would be your main, your main players there. And then the next year, Emmanuel Mosley becomes a, a free agent um, mm-hmm. in 2023. So then it would be Thomas and Ward who, kind of take over and then hopefully the Amador Lenore has, um, you know, matured to a point where, where he could play nickel or, or some scenario mm-hmm. like that. I think that's probably the, the long-term plan uh, at that position. You mentioned Amory Thomas, of course, and I just had to take a moment. Did he go to, um, did he go to Michigan? I, he I did. He went to he the went university. To yeah. He went to the university of Michigan and, we haven't talked about him for a little while on this podcast. And so for those of you who thought I forgot about him, I just want to take a moment to say every Thomas forever. And the only problem I have with Matt's scenario, which makes complete sense. And I totally agree with is that I would like Amory Thomas to be definitely a starter, but that's just because he went to Michigan. Other than that, I don't have a, I don't have a big dog in this fight, but um, nonetheless, well, we just haven't talked to him in a while. What are the chances that all three of those guys are, healthy for all 17 games this this coming season i think the chances are probably five percent i mean I'd this say is the NFL. A- guys are hurt round the clock so it's uh manual most i mean uh Amory thomas will will definitely be starting well even even as a nickel guy he would be starting that's true you know, that's three true quarters of the games it's, it's the NFL um, and the 49ers. The Cardinals, anytime they play the Rams, that's that's four games right there that he would. That's true. Play. That's a very good point. And the 49ers secondary is not not injury pro- prone. Might be a strong word, but so I think you're right. I think we're going to see a lot of Amory Thomas. We just there was a time on this podcast, really from week 18 through the end of the 49ers season, that Amory Thomas was brought up frequently, quite often, uh, and I just didn't want my people to think I forgot about him. So I'm glad you No, no, never, never in life. Go blue, go blue forever. Ambry, I got you. Um, So that is that. Okay, so they lost Lake and Tomlinson, which is a big loss on that offensive line. Uh, They lose DJ Jones, not unexpected. I had felt that of their, of the Jaquasi chart, K1 Williams, Lake and Tomlinson, DJ Jones, kind of Lakin was the best chance of coming back. But I was, of course, proven wrong, as I many times am. Big loss on the offensive line. DJ Jones is obviously also a huge loss for San Francisco. And John Lynch had made a joke when we talked to him at the Combine and said if, if DJ had wanted to stay, he sure made it very difficult. Uh, but, you know, the Lake and Tomlinson one, to me, is one of the biggest ones because you have here a essentially rookie quarterback. Yes, he's in his second year, but he is essentially going to be a rookie quarterback. And there had been continuity along that line. So where do you think they make up for it? Is it on the roster? Is it in the draft? It is a decent offensive lineman draft, uh, but I would love to hear your thoughts and where you think that that gets made up for. Well, I, mean, I think it's a good question. Uh, they ended up basically paying Traverius Ward the same amount of money that Lake and Tomlinson 
is mm-hmm. making. And I've heard a lot of people say, oh, well, it's just because, you know, cornerback is more valuable than, than guard. I mean, you, 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 you can kind of um, expect to pay that for a, a cornerback, but you don't want to pay that for a guard. I, I, I'm not so quick to, mm-hmm. to, to reach that conclusion, to your point, because you are breaking in a young quarterback. And you do have a good thing going on the left side between uh, Trent Williams and, and Lake and Tomlinson. And Lake and Tomlinson doesn't get hurt. You're, you know, mm-hmm. two of your last uh, three seasons have been just destroyed because of uh, because of injuries, or two of the last four seasons. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I'm not so quick to to make that conclusion. Um, I don't think it'll be in the draft that they that they bring in another guard. Um, you know, obviously they want, um, Aaron Banks to, to step into one of those spots. I mean, right now they've got holes at left guard and right guard. Yes, they uh, do. And we still haven't gotten really the full definitive answer on whether Alex Mack is coming back. I think the, the team, um, feels good about that, but that's not mm-hmm. set in stone. So as far as I'm concerned, you've got, you've got Lake and Tomlinson on the left and you've got Mike McGlinchey on the right at tackle. And then you have these three spots in the middle. Um, oh, you mean Trent Williams on the left. Protecting you your, uh, your young yeah. qu- quarterback. So um, I think that if I'm them, I'll, I'll put it this way. If I'm them, I, I go for a, a veteran guard. And those guys have been coming off, flying off the shelf. Um, there were, there were you know, two or three more signings this morning at that position. Um, so there's not a lot out there. There's not a lot of, uh, proven talent out there, but, um, so you got banks at one spot. I, I don't know. I mean, is it, are you going to go Brunskill another year at the other spot? Are you going to put Jalen Moore in, into uh, guard? That would give you two really young guys. Uh, so I, I don't know what the, the answer is at that spot, but it, the interior line has been a, a problem uh, for the 49ers for the last three years, and they seem to have gotten worse at it uh, at that spot. So I, I think that's a big question mark uh, as we go, you know, in, into free agency and, uh, you know, basically into the uh, offseason here. And Aaron Banks is such a question mark, and I I can't imagine that they're counting on him. I mean, I, I think with Aaron Banks, it's very much of like, well, let's see Let's see. Let's see if he can be what we thought he would be when we drafted him where we did. But that is a a huge, huge question mark. And by letting Lake and Tomlinson go, it almost feels like they're willing to to take that chance, though I do think they will bring in a veteran. But it'll be interesting to see. But it's interesting when you see all the guards, as you said, coming off the shelf, it just like offensive lines in the league generally are not the strongest thing the NFL has got going on right now. and when there are guys available, they are being snapped up quickly and they are getting paid because there's just not that many of them. And it's such an important position. And the one thing about the draft going kind of maybe going counter to what I said earlier, offensive linemen take some time. So it's not a position that you draft them and they're usually, they come in right away and are just, you know, fantastic. That's a position that takes some time to develop, which maybe is a good thing on the Aaron Banks front, but we'll see. It's going to be an interesting, um, be saying. I'm just going to go ahead and say it again. Time will tell. I think time will tell at that, at that spot. <laughs> I think time will tell. All right, before I let you go, we're going to talk about a couple not 49ers things. We're going to call them 49ers adjacent. One, Tom Brady's coming back, not retired. Were you surprised or were you like, this makes sense? 
Um, no, I was surprised. I mean, why why retire? I mean, it's the world's shortest retirement. Um, it really is. I, 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 there's something happening there, obviously, um, and probably it was, you know, uh, familiarity breeds contempt type of thing where, you know, he just got fed up with Bruce Arians or, or the Buccaneers and, mm-hmm. um, you know, probably a lot of frustration coming out of that loss to the Rams. And decided that I don't want to do it anymore. But then, you know, he's, he's such a, I, I, I think he, this is my guess, uh, in his mind, he realized, you know, that, okay, I'm, I'm 40 some odd years old, but I still feel really good. And mm-hmm. I still um, have this, this hunger, this desire, this, uh, I, I, I want to make amends for that loss that we just had to the Rams. So I, I, I just think it all, he, I, I think he asked himself, why did I retire again? Uh, mm-hmm. there, there's no real reason to. Uh, and, and that's why he's back. But um, it, it's, it, it was odd. And we saw this happen with Brett Favre a few times. Mm-hmm. Uh, where he thinks he's ready to retire and then he realizes he's not. Um, so uh, until I think the game pushes you out uh, for, for these guys, uh, you're, you're never going to be done with it. And then my next uh, 49ers adjacent, just as we saw a very different Trent Baalke uh, when he was the GM of the 49ers and the way he approached free agency. The Jacksonville Jaguars are literally just down, like driving down the street and being like, who wants a contract? How much can we pay you? And Wait, do you want to play for our team? The contract yet? Not yet. And I'm going to be honest with you, I'm a little offended because yeah. I feel like at this point, it's just me. Have you been offered one? No, not nothing. Nothing. Um, like it's, and also, they could get me like probably like at the league minimum would be fine. It'd be down. I've got a couple of riders uh, in my contract. Like I, I need my. I don't want to shower in front of a, a bunch of guys, so I need my That's own fair. locker room, mm-hmm. my own restroom. You know, I'm a bit of a germaphobe, so I need like Purell. I mean, so there's a lot of complications in mind. So I don't know. That that may be what's holding it up. I have the opposite of a no trade clause. My clause is like, no, please trade me. <laughs> like, I'd like you to trade me as quickly as possible out of Jacksonville. So they seem to think I'm not committed. So I think that might be the issue. Well, I think, I think your issue, Tracy, is that your both of your ACLs are intact. And um, oh, that's Trent true. Balky's looking at that. He's like, ooh, gee, I, that, uh, that's not my kind of player. That's probably true. He's like, the health there is too much. Though, God, what an honor I'd get to play alongside Aiden Hutchinson, who was the presumptive number one pick that's true. in the draft. That's true. Um, so I'd have that going for me. I'll, I'll call him back and say, I'll wave all the other stuff. Let's do this. Uh, Matt, thank you very much for joining me today. Uh, we will have to keep a very close eye on what happens with Mr. James Richard Garoppolo. Yes, any any day now. I keep telling people, oh, it's going to happen any day now. I've been saying it for <laughs> it weeks. May be, it may be June 28th or July 3rd or July 19th. Any month now. That's what I'm going to start telling people. Now when people ask me, because I'm like, oh, absolutely. And it should be done by the end of the week. Now I'm going to be like, I would say sometime in the year 2022, Jimmy Garoppolo will not be on the <laughs> I just don't know what that time is. So it's stay true. tuned for that. Uh, well, probably, we are brought to you. sometime this decade, uh, it happens. I'm, I'm, I'm sometime this decade. Sometime, or he just stays there forever. <laughs> it's a thing, um, which would be strange. Well, Matt, thank you for joining me. And you guys, thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, and I know what you did, I know that you did. Please make sure to leave us a five-star review. Follow us on Instagram at Fangirl Sports Network. We are brought to you by Bet Online, and I will talk to everybody on Friday. Bye, all. 
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.